Tuesday, August 1. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show here on The Ref. Talking Ole Miss football today, and it is our great pleasure to welcome in now the color analyst of the Rebels, friend of the show, Harry Harrison. Harry, good morning. How are you today? Man, I'm good. What's going on in Oklahoma today? Well, we're just counting down the days till we can come hang out in your neighborhood, man. Looking forward to it. <laughs> We're going, going to Oxford next season, year. Because you got one more, but you guys are coming to Oxford next year. That's going to be a treat for you. Can't wait. Harry, I'm going to need every restaurant, everywhere I need to go. I'm going to need you to start compiling the list for us, okay? I can do it. It depends on how many weeks you want to stay, man. <laughs> well, let's talk about this year's team first. And we got to start at quarterback. Uh, one of the more fascinating situations in the country going into the fall. What are you hearing and what are you guessing? Who's it going to be, Harry? Well, you, you know, I, I think Jackson Dart came out of spring, obviously, as a, as a continued starter. Jackson, last year, first year, he was actually a starter, but he just came off his freshman year out of USC. Had a really good year. You know, threw, threw a few picks, but I, I didn't think our offensive line played as good as they possibly could. All those guys are back, so I look for that to be much better. I look for protection to be better. You know, uh, Spencer Sanders came out of Oklahoma State, four-year starter. A lot of people were surprised, including myself, that he would transfer. I don't really know that much about his situation there. You guys may know more about that than me. But he's going to be a factor going into the fall camp, which starts tomorrow, by the way, 9 a.m. in the morning. So I'll catch some of these early practices and see. Of course, the first three or four days are in shorts and headgears. Until you until you get that pad on and uh, it, it, real football starts, it's kind of hard to uh, evaluate. But uh, Jackson Dart, uh, if he if he makes as much improvement from his first year to his second year as Matt Corral did, then uh, he's going to be pretty darn hard to, to, to put him over there on the bench, I'll tell you that much. And, and uh, he was a tough kid. I didn't know how tough he was, but last year he, got, he took some licks. Uh, he ran that uh, read option very well. And, uh, you know, he just stepped up and was a real leader on that offensive side, being a first-year starter for the Rebels. But I, I, I can't imagine, unless it's an injury, what's going to unseat him. How about Spencer Sanders? He goes from Mike Gundy to Lane Kiffin. I mean, that's uh, <laughs> that's interesting head coaches to play for right there, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't know that much about Mike Gundy. Y'all have been a little too far west for me, but uh, Lane is definitely an offensive guru now. There's no doubt about it, but yeah. he's a different kind of cat. He's uh, he's all business, all football, and uh, 
you know, I'm sure the players get fairly close to him, but I've been broadcasting for this will be my 22nd season, and uh, I've probably interviewed Lane 50 times. We're still not too good of friends. I'm really good friends with his dad, Monty Kiffin. <laughs> <laughs> Monty asked me one day at practice, he said, have you and Lane gotten pretty close? I started laughing at him. He, he looked up at me and said, yeah, I get it. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Harry, what, oh, what happened good. second half of the season last year? Was it just a matter of the schedule got tougher, or did, or did some things start to kind of come loose for him? I think uh, – by the, the fact that we replaced three of our defensive staff, uh, including the defensive coordinator, I think tells you a lot about that. Yeah. I, I thought I, I sat up there and scratched my head about the scheme we were trying to run. You got five guys in the box. You know, anybody that's an offensive coordinator worth his weight is going to run it right at you if you only got five guys in the box. And we continue to do that. Uh, and, and, of course, uh, as the competition got tougher, that didn't work. Fortunately, went out to A&M and won a game out there, had a terrific night offensively. But that has changed. Pete Golding's brought in here, who was at Alabama for five or six years, a really young coach that's uh, got a grasp of the defense. And, you know, you're going to still have three down guys, but you're going to have that fourth jack linebacker, DN, whatever you want to call it, standing up, which is going to play run and, and be a pass rusher. I like that system. But you also got to get some players to run it. And, and Lane Kiffin's been back in the portal. He, he's not scared to get in the portal. Uh, you know, when we try to recruit Mississippi first, and when it's not a big year, you know, and recruits here, he's going to get heavier in the portal, and that's what happened this last go around. This this coming year, it's a little bit different, but uh, I, I like the scheme that uh, that uh, Pete Golding's bringing in. Brought in a, a safeties coach that played at Alabama, and has coached with him before, and then a corners coach uh, that was at I believe Western Kentucky before he came in. But obviously, they had some they had some history. But I think we'll be better there. Uh, Got to be better there. And if you can just get in the top 50, I think with our offense, that'll help us win a whole bunch of games. You guys got one of the most exciting players in the country in Quinshawn Judkins, uh, all SEC running back last year. What makes this kid special, Harry? Uh, you know, it's really unbelievable. Came in and got here in January of his freshman year, and I talked to some guys that went through the first spring with him, and they said, you know, what well, he, he was not a real true freshman. Of course, at that point, he should have been still in high school getting ready to go to prom. But he, he's mature, uh, you know, came from a good background. Got that quick first step, make you miss kind of step, you know, slide step. He's not going to run off and leave you like an O.J. Simpson could just run off and leave everybody. But if he gets a couple steps on you, you're going to take a while to run him down. But he, he's tough inside. And the, the really the thing that's impressive to me is you get down inside the – the red zone inside that 20, he makes people miss in really small spaces. And that and that's just hard. You can't teach that. That's just instinct. And, and that's what, to me, makes you special. You get down inside that 10-5 goal line when there's a whole bunch of bodies in there, he's going to hit the line of scrimmage and still make you miss. I mean, it, it, you just don't ever get a great lick on him until, you, until four or five guys have got him wrapped up. But he's pretty darn special. Had a great year last year. And he had a good. We had a good guy with him in Evans, and uh, and Evans stayed banged up some. But Quinshawn, you know, I kept thinking he's going to run out of gas. Being an eighteen-year-old freshman, he didn't turn nineteen till over in the season last year, and so, but he just never did. He just kept coming and kept coming and kept coming, and all of a sudden, you know, get through a bowl game and you're staring down fifteen, sixteen hundred yards rushing, which is amazing. Now, what, what has he got to do to get better? Yeah, we want to we want to get the ball, throwing it to him out of the backfield. Got to pick up pass protection better. Those little things that make you a complete back, he's got to get that done for sure. And so 
I, I think you'll see that this year. Uh, we've got a couple more guys in there to spell him and, and give him some, some uh, rest on the sideline that uh, I don't think we'll lose a whole lot But uh, when we put those guys in. But that's what you got to have. You can't just ride one guy for 300 carries a year. That's just not going to work many years. Is it as simple as, listen, they got offensive talent, they got Judkins, they, Lane Kiffin knows what he's doing, they're going to score points. If the defense, if Pete Golding can get this thing turned around quickly, then Ole Miss is going to have a good year. Is it is it that simple? I, I think that's putting it pretty simply right there. I, I think if we can be a top 50 defense, it ain't got to be a top 10. If you just get a top 50 defense, uh, I think we're going to have a good year. Obviously, the, the we got one of the tougher schedules this year yeah. in the country. You got to go to Alabama. You got to go to Georgia. You know, you got to go to Auburn with Hugh Freeze, who's got some background, obviously, with Ole Miss. And uh, uh, we, you know, the really first trap game is we go to Tulane second week of the season yeah. in New Orleans. So, you know, you know they had a t- great year last year, winning the Cotton Bowl and a comeback over USC. So, and they got their quarterback back. So that's going to be a tough game right out of the shoot. And then you got. Uh, we got Georgia Tech coming in here, and then we go to Alabama, and then we got Alabama, LSU, and Arkansas three weeks in a row. So, welcome to the SEC, Oklahoma, and get you some of that. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, give us a sneak peek. Uh, what's a game day like in Oxford? You know, we we hear all about the Grove and and these SEC road games, but what's it like around there on a game day? It's the most special place in the country to have a tailgate party, and sometimes our fans forget about going to the game because it it is a it is a good <laughs> a good a good place to have a tailgate party. You'll, you'll see it's about an eight or ten acre section there. The campus is beautiful. Oaks have been there for you know a hundred years, and and it used to be. I'll tell you when I was playing here, people actually parked in the Grove, and then all of a sudden it rained a couple weekends in a row, and they wouldn't let them park, and people started going out and picnicking and that has evolved over a period of 30 or 40 50 years into what it is today and it really is an amazing scene when you go out there and there's you know the night before seven o'clock there's there's nothing there and the next morning you get over there and there's eight thousand tents set up and some of them really really go over the top you know as far as decorating these tents my crew does not. I think we got a table and an ice chest, but uh, they still want to go out there and do it. And, and of course, people are late getting to the game because they're having so much fun. But it's uh, it, it, it's special. I think you guys will really enjoy. It. Get here early where you can see it. Well, I can't wait. I can't wait. Hopefully, somebody will they'll offer me a chicken leg at some point along the way. There, they'll offer you Maybe more than that. They'll offer rib. you a cocktail to go with it too. There you go. <laughs> Harry Harrison, color analyst for Ole Miss. The Rebels open the season on September 2nd against Mercer in Oxford. Harry, have a great season. Man, we look forward to it. Thanks for having me on. You guys have a great season. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. There you go. Teach, you're going to have to go, right? That's hey, one I'll need, definitely go to. We don't need a break yet. This, this, you can play the fight song. Okay. This conference, these are my people, man. These are your people. They're offering people. you a, a cocktail pregame. I may not make it into the game, but I'll have a darn good time. You know what I'm saying? That's, that sounds like like half the games now for you. Huh. Just go tailgate and then may or may not go. That's in. not true. At this point in my life, that's not true. I'm probably exaggerating a little bit, but sounds like a good time. Uh, I do like. Uh, he sounds like someone that would call football in the SEC. You know, my dad's from Tennessee, uh, was born in Tennessee. I don't think I, I ever knew that. 
Well, he was born in Tennessee. I mean, he grew up here, but he's born in Tennessee. He's got we got family in Tennessee. I'm from Oklahoma. I easily, when we talk to people like Harry and you know those those big time thick Southern accents like yeah. that, mm-hmm. I find myself slipping into it a little. Oh, bit. like I don't definitely. have it. I don't have it. I don't talk that way. But when I talk to Harry, I can find when am we coming on down to the Grove, Harry? When you <laughs> I find myself kind of sliding into it a little bit, you know. Well, and so I, I, I'm wondering if we check back after five, six years in the SEC, if you and I all of a sudden oh, don't have us some Southern I accents. I hope so. Up in I here. hope so. When I called Harry to get him on hold and uh, we're talking, he said, uh, I guess it, I reckon it's a good morning to talk some football. I and say, I said, I say, it's I also it. a good morning to be out on a boat. He says, oh, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about it. How do they not kill all the grass there, TJ, with their uh, eight to ten acres? of <laughs> That is a good question because yeah. there are just hundreds of thousands of people just uh, lined in tents, so. It is a legitimate question because there are not hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of, of thousands. I think no, they. I not. think they average four hundred and twelve thousand no, people at their tailgates. It's not true. It's true. It's I, not that's accurate. statistically correct. Just like Angela's a real bear. Uh. Well, I can't wait. So where are we? Remind me where we're going next year. We're going to Auburn, Ole Miss. Oh shoot! I had it pulled up just a second ago. Hold on. Uh, let me pull it back up. We have four road trips, TJ. How could you forget already? I have other uh, things in my brain. Uh, Auburn, Ole Miss, Alabama's coming here. South Carolina's coming here. Tennessee's coming here. Yep. Uh, Texas, obviously, neutral site. Uh, Oh, we go to LSU. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes. And then there's one more. There's four road trips. Auburn, Ole Miss, LSU, and Missouri. Missouri. Missouri, yeah. Right? We go to Missouri, right? Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Okay. I'm not too fired up about that one, but I'm sure I will be by the time it rolls around. Oh, man. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Get I, I reckon it will. I reckon it will. We're going to go see Harry before the game. Teach, hang out, have myself a barbecue rip. <laughs> <laughs> you would do that in the Big 12. doesn't matter where you're nah, playing. You can't, get, you can't get barbecue in the Big 12, Teach. It's only in the SEC. <laughs> The text line says, hey, Toby, easy, Brian Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I will say this. That's fair. I'm more Southern than Brian Kelly is. Like, you know. like it's, That's true. That is absolutely true. It's less of a stretch, but I probably need to stay in my lane. <laughs> 8.17 in the morning. We'll take a break. 32 days to kick off. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. R.K. Black brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. I used some of their network technology earlier today. I printed a couple of items from my phone to the printer. Wow. Went in there and took it uh, right off the printer. It was there ready for me to go. RK Black, they keep our office running smooth. They can help you with yours, too. 405-943-9800. RKBlack.com. 
Knip, uh, also, I don't think I mentioned this earlier uh, during the top 25, but a big thanks to Carter Jennings, Carter Jennings Law. They bring you the top Thank 25 you, each and every day. Criminal defense attorney right here in Oklahoma City. If you need uh, some advice, you need some help, Carter Jennings is your man. 405-659-7221 or carterjenningslaw.com. He cannot help you with the pronunciation of that name. Media Day's underway, by the way. Uh, yeah, coaches started uh, around eight. I think Ruth Levy. kicked things off, or Levy. Yeah, that's uh, right. Levy was Levy first. first yeah, out of the yeah, gate. Yeah. yeah. So I think Chris is grabbing some audio of that, and then uh, they'll be uh, live from there shortly at nine o'clock. Want to remind everyone too. Announced it earlier, but if uh, you know our sixty-eight team giveaway, we do every March. We are now doing it for football. Coming up on what? August twenty-first, the Grid Iron Giveaway live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond. Right Great there idea. off of I-35, actual address 909, West what, I-35 what, what, Frontage what Road. We're going to be giving away this? 70 college football teams. Football teams. We're actually giving away 100 and Well, more than that technically because, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're giving away all the non-Power 5 as one team. Mm-hmm. So you just get the uh, entire the pool there. Yeah. So uh, we'll give away just like we do. With the basketball giveaway that you guys are all familiar with, but it'll be football teams, and the final four teams, the teams that appear in the playoff, will end up winning uh, major grand prizes. We'll do instant uh, prizes throughout the day, so you'll have a chance throughout the day to win all kinds idea. of prizes and a uh, chance to who kind of. Who had this idea? I don't know who to give original credit to. Hmm. It can't be. I mean, I can I can rule some people out of my head right now that aren't this creative. Right, me. Yeah, you, definitely not you. Was not me. Uh, this sounds was like not a, Trevor. Tyler, Tyler, Brian, or Casey. I want to say, and maybe even Drake. Did I think of this idea? This might maybe be my idea. you. Yeah. That's a great idea. Go ahead. What what do people need? Uh, but instant prizes all throughout the day. We'll give away the teams. Everybody can get together, have a lot of fun. We'll it'll kind of be a celebration to kick off and get ready for the uh, college football season. But Monday, August 21st, we'll be at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond from noon to 7 p.m. Giving away teams. Ref Army. Your chance it's a, a lot of great Army prizes. Roundup. That's right. That's right. So join up all the friends, those of you that – or a little further north uh, than the giveaway typically is, it's your chance to come and join us and uh, have a lot of fun. So August 21st, mark your calendars now. Will I be doing this show from 6 to 9 a.m. from there? No, you'll be in your regular no, normal right. uh, at-home studio Nobody in your uh, at tidy whities and in the morning. just doing it from your office. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, Meyer Chevrolet text line, random question of the day. Why is the trick play the flea flicker called that? idea uh it is because bob zupke came up with it university of illinois coach way back in the day uh introduced the flea flicker while coaching at oak park high in 1910 he named it the flea flicker because he intended for it to invoke the quick flicking action of a dog getting rid of fleas Hmm. so he called it the flea flicker Look at you. It goes off all the, the way back to 1910. You knew the answer to that. I knew the answer to that right off the top of my head. It's supposed to look like a dog flicking a flea? <laughs> yes. Huh. That is right. 
Uh, several cocaine bear references here I see on the text line. One saying that bear was standing up asking, hey, you got any coke? <laughs> <laughs> what is the uh, majority opinion of the text line on Angela the bear? Uh, fake? Just like I, my opinion was way creeped out everybody's just like that thing's like weird to look at like so i i don't there, there hasn't been a uh it's real or fake either way um uh, the one guy did say that's the greatest costume ever if it's fake but mm-hmm. other than that everyone's more ooh, that's a little creepy what's wrong with that bear so because mm-hmm. i've seen lots of bears i've even seen some bears stand up on their hind legs like that they don't have Long human-like legs, and they don't have. I know the one texter said why they had the the saggy rear, but I don't remember seeing other bears like droop quite as much as Angela. The darndest thing. <laughs> so, that video starts, and it's like gesturing you. Know, the crowd is like, I'm "Hey, like, what's hey, the debate Bill, here?" Obviously, glad to it's see fake. you again. Yeah. Good to see you. Hey, Ramona, where you been? I ain't seen you in days. So this is a bear with a. New York accent? All my animals. In China. All my animals seem to have New York accents. (laughs) Forget about it. Uh, This one says, don't forget a Pee Wee Herman shout out. uh, We handled that in the news, so you can listen to that back on the uh, podcast. Rest in peace. Uh, Pastor MC says, I love the Ref app. I'm listening all the way from Columbus, Ohio today. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Pastor. Um, Let's see here. Uh, <laughs> road games are in the SEC. Here's how we can remember them: uh, all Tiger teams and Ole Miss. Ah, so yeah, yeah, it's a good way to. I mean, it's four games. We should be able to remember it. So, thank uh, you. Missouri, Auburn, LSU, and Ole Miss. Okay. This texter says Ole Miss is truly a wonderful place. He didn't even mention the square, which is like their campus corner, but the Grove is no joke. It's a legit party. Is that the one you're going to? Have you and um, the missus decided? We have not decided that yet, but that OU one has road game? that one has been discussed. Yes, we've we've been uh, kind of looking at like uh, destinations and like okay, if we go here and stop at the lake house, that can cut off this time. And <laughs> I so knew, I knew you couldn't ignore the lake house. That's one on thing that's great so. about the SEC. So many yeah. are in that direction, and I got a free place to stay halfway to some of them. Stop at the lake halfway. Well. It's not, but you know what I'm saying. I get a break if I want it. Uh, Aishins is where I first discovered Louisiana hot sauce. Then it goes perfect with fried chicken. That's true. I got a little hot sauce last night. Toby, did you stay up and watch the women's game last night? Uh, Close one almost got sent home early. That's from Seth in Piedmont. I did not. Yeah, we've talked about it a couple of times. Nil-nil draw. It's enough to get them through, but it was not impressive. They played at 2 o'clock in the morning. And it was a – like if it was in the semifinals or certainly the finals, I'll uh, watch. But no, I did not get up at 2. If it was Leeds, maybe I would have got up and watched. But This first-time texter says, go, be, uh, go see Barbie. Be a man. I I actually want to see Barbie, so I just haven't seen it yet. So I've got no problem with going and seeing Barbie. Listen, I went to the Barbie Experience. Yeah, he in went Los to the Barbie Angeles Experience. Ago. Took pictures. It has nothing to do with that. It's just my wife and daughter have already seen the movie without me. So 
I think it, unless they're like dying to go back, I'm probably not going to go by myself to see Barbie. That sounds creepy. I will see it at some point. I can't guarantee that it would be the theater. Yeah. So streaming, maybe streaming or same uh, with Oppenheimer for me. Like I, I red, uh, red I box, may go red box. And, yeah. I still want to see Mission Impossible. Is it still in the theaters? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think okay. so. Probably not for much longer, but I think it's still there as of right now. Hmm. Um, <laughs> the bear, that bear had a rear end like Hank Hill in King of the Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Toby's more Southern than Brian Kelly? Now all we need is Toby and Teddy dancing back to back on a rotating platform in a promotional video. <laughs> Obviously, on. you have not seen our new billboard on I-35. I'm definitely more I-35. Southern than Brian Kelly. Come on now. <laughs> Uh, Patrick says the Japanese are upset over the Barbie uh, Oppenheimer combo. Hmm. Don't know. Don't know about that. I mean, maybe. Uh, Bar Adam Bartlesville says Toby, go see it. Mission Impossible is fantastic. All caps. I have a question for you, okay? Uh, For tomorrow's show, I want you to be thinking about something, okay? And maybe some of the audio we hear today. Hey, I'm talking to oh, you right now. Yeah, go ahead. Maybe some of the audio we hear today from Media Day will influence your answers here. Okay. But topic for tomorrow's show. What position do you feel the best about? I'm talking about OU football, TJ. Okay. What position do you feel the best about? What position are you the most concerned about? No answer. Okay. I, no, I, I wrote it down here, so I remember it. I got it written down here. This is for tomorrow's show. What position do you feel the best about? What position are you the most concerned about? You got it? Got it. It's written down here, okay. right under Harry Harrison's name. Yeah, all right. Uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Think about it today. Everybody else think about it today, and then we'll talk about it. Last one here says, guys, it's a sun bear. They're built differently than your average black bear. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so this still looks like a human a in a suit. Bear. <laughs> yeah, I think that means they're voting real bear. Yeah. Hmm. I've never heard of a sun bear before. Have you? If I have, I don't recall it. No. I so I don't remember that one more time. I gotta see <laughs> one more time. Hey, hey guys! Just a bear standing on the ledge. It honestly looks like uh, Showbiz Pizza Palace. I mean, it really... It really does. It looks like the bear can't... Uh, it really does, Bob. There's no way that's a real bear. Look at it. Oh, we can't see it. It's on the radio. <laughs> Look at it, Teach. Oh, and then uh, now it sits down and you're like, oh, yeah, that's a real bear. That's the craziest thing ever. By the way, I cannot tell you how many times in the last 36 hours I have feverishly tried to find Twitter on my phone. I cannot... Get used to this. I hate it so much. So mine was weird yesterday. It changed to the X icon and then switched back to the bird, then went back to the X. Then when I would hit on it, it would go from the X to the bird, then open the app. Now today it, feel, it appears that bug's been fixed and it's all the, just the X. But, yeah, I was mine was really messing with me yesterday because the bird would be there and then it was gone. It was an X. And then the X would be gone and the bird was back. And so... 
I don't know what was going on yesterday with the glitch. Uh, I've just been sent some uh, audio from Media Day. So let's take a break. I'll that? ask permission to play this when we come back. Sounds like it might be pretty good. T-Row in the Morning Show rolls on next. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, let's, uh, let's hear a little bit of audio here. Media day underway, and uh, this is from just a few minutes ago. Emmett Jones meeting with reporters, Sooner wide receiver coach. And he is asked about, we'll pick it up here. He's asked about the feeling out there that, uh, you know, Marvin Mims is gone and maybe OU has taken a step back at wide receiver this year and they don't have as much talent as they had last year. No, I don't. I, matter of fact, I like it like this. I like for people to look at their room and say, uh, you know, we might be down in that receiver position, in their, in their receiver room. So, yeah, we may smile and we hear it, but once we get in that classroom and shut that door, you know, you know that's, that, that's a chip on our shoulder when it comes to learning and being great, you know. Um, those guys didn't resist nothing. The 25,000 children catches and some of those guys ate it up. We have multiple guys in that room. We have 16, 17 receivers in there, probably 12 to 14 caught well over 21,000. Some surpassed 25K, you know, so I didn't have to stand around and watch those guys do that. The only thing I did was just remind and, re- and, resume and, and, and review the chart when they inputted their numbers. And, you know, I was, that was a thing of beauty to me. You know, those guys took pride in that, you know, so I think we're in great shape. Coach, on paper, it feels like you've got a bucket of speedsters, Andrew Jaquez, Brennan, some bigger Bobby guys, Nick, um, mm-hmm. JJ. Like, is that how you kind of see it? Do you want to be able to mix and match that so that you can throw out any kind of wide receiver group possible? Right on. You know, playing on playing alone. Uh, you know, and, and you, you didn't say Gibson. You know, you look at the GPS numbers. That's one thing I reviewed last week. I looked at the GPS numbers from all summer. You know, Gibson names keeps popping up, keeps popping up. 21, 20.9, 20.8, 20.8. Well, he can run also, too. You know, so we have a unique group. And then when you ask those wide out, when you ask those wide outs to break down every guy individually, the first thing they say about Andrea, fast, coach. Uh, the first thing they say about Petaway is twitchy, sudden, explosive. Uh, then there's Farouk. You know, just get the ball in his hands, you know. Uh, that's Percy Harvin out there with the ball in his hand. So it's up to us to make sure he's touching a rock. You know, he kind of guy, he want to touch it early. He want to get down and dirty early. He want to get physical. So uh, that's up to us as teachers and coaches to make sure he does, he, he does that, you know, uh, because he pretty much did everything we asked him to do this summer um, on and off the field. So, yeah, that's the way you want to build. You want to be big at times. You want to be strong at times. You want to have a combination of all types of skill sets. Sometimes you just want all the speed out there. Because you've had a ton of success on the recruiting trail your first few months on staff at Oklahoma. What do you chalk that up to more so than anything else? Probably just the time uh, being around high school guys for 14 years in a city, uh, being at a program where, you know, you're attracting kids to come to your program, not recruiting players, but attracting players to come to your uh, come to your school, transferring from all across the city. And that's just relationships, not really selling nothing, but just being genuine, honest, and uh, just, you know, just – creating that vision for families um, and at the same time you know you know what areas you need to invest in fertile grounds I believe in ve- investing into fertile grounds uh, and that's all the way from pop one all the way up you know so if I need to show attention to a pop one program from a certain area in the city or a certain area in the state I do that you know and wherever I'm needed 
Uh, I try to be there for those guys because I, I remember the guys that was there for me as a high school coach. And, uh, and I always want to keep those guys on my side. I never want to create enemies uh, when it comes to uh, recruiting players. All right, a little bit of Emmett Jones, who is killing it on the recruiting trail right now. I would be great if uh, he showed up at a Pop Warner game just to um, study some kids. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> is that Emmett Jones recruiting at the Pop Warner game? Okay, uh, another little clip here. Let's see, Chris just sent me this. This is DeMarco Murray. As far as the number one guy, we don't we don't have that right now, so we're working on that. It can't be everything, but have you noticed a significant difference of recruiting since the announcement to the SEC, since having the schedule in front of the, the 24 class now? Um, I, I wouldn't know, to be honest. Um, I don't, you know. I think it's been. Um, I think the recruiting has just been been what it is. You know, I don't think it's been more or less because the SEC. I'm sure. You know, I don't pay too much attention to that. I just kind of, you know, recruit how I, I see fit. And uh, but I'm sure, you know, a lot of people are excited, definitely about the transition for sure. So so am I. But um, you know, it's definitely, obviously, um, a huge, I guess, asset for us to go there. Marco, you, you're coming off a great bowl game, 200-yard rushers in that game. How much momentum did that give you going into the offseason? And how much does it give you going into the training camp? Yeah, it was a good game. Obviously, we, would have, we hoped to win the game. Um, and, again, those guys played played fairly well and, you know, obviously did some things that, you know, we wish we could get back, you know. Um, but, um, you know, they, they've worked hard and, again, uh, feel really good about the room where we are and where we're heading. And, again, you know, just to have those guys all healthy and ready to go and compete at a high level it was great. So um, we're, we're excited. All right, that's the way it's going to be all day right here on The Ref. Uh, Chris and Josh are at Media Day. They're going to have all kinds of audio for you. The players will uh, be showing up this afternoon. So all day long, keep it locked right here. It is Media Day. Practice about to start in a couple of days. And then we're off and running 32 days from kickoff. TJ, we heard from the wide receivers coach and the running backs coach. That couple of candidates right there for the question yes, I asked you Yeah, tomorrow. one of those questions could be answered with those two groups. Absolutely. Position you feel best about, position you're most concerned about. Candidates, for sure, right there. So, anyway, we'll take a break. I don't know if Chris is going to join us or if he's going to be doing some recording on the other side, but we'll see. 846, final segment for us on the first day of August, right after this.